0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Got another special Saturday show. You guys tell me all the time you want to hear from smaller sports, not just football, basketball, and baseball. So we are doing that today on the Saturday show. About to play a conversation that I had with Logan Parks. He is the head man for the Auburn bass fishing team. He kind of explains a little bit of what all they have um, going on, which is more than I realized, which is awesome. Very, very cool. But um, yeah, yeah, Logan's a good guy. So let's jump into that. All right. Joining us now, Logan Parks with Auburn University's bass fishing team. What's going on, brother? How's it going? Thanks for uh, having me on. Of course, man. Of course. Now We've been trying to get this going. It sounds like you, uh, you travel a lot. It sounds like you're out of town and um, in tournaments and all that. A good bit. Yeah, we're all over the place.
1: I actually, this is my first week back in Auburn since the first week of June. So I've been gone for like two months and come back and see all these new buildings is wild. Oh, they shoot
0: on up, man. Yeah, they yeah, do. That's crazy. So you guys are really good, <laughs> right? I mean, you, I mean, you guys you go to all these tournaments and and uh, I mean, it sounds like you guys represent Auburn extremely well. Um, for for folks that that don't um. That, that don't follow what you guys do closely, uh, I mean, kind of educate us on you know what a typical tournament may look like. Yeah,
1: so we basically travel all across the country with fish, um, collegiate bass tournaments. So essentially what we do is we go out um, from daylight, save daylight to about 3 p.m., okay. and we go out and try and catch the five biggest bass that we can, and they can be largemouth, smallmouth, or spotted bass. Okay. And there'll be one-day tournaments, or they can be even like three- or four-day tournaments, and it's combined weight over all the days. It's like a total,
0: and the most weight wins the tournament. How many teams in the SEC have a bass fishing team? Pretty much all of them. Okay. It's, a, it's a really
1: pretty fast-moving sport. I mean, it's growing a ton. Yep. I would say our biggest competition is Tennessee. They've got a really good team, but you know Alabama has a team—
0: South Carolina has a good team, mm-hmm. so pretty much every school. So what is the, you know, preparing for the season and, and practice, what what does that look like? Basically just um, getting the boat ready to go. Um, it's really
1: like a, a long season, so I wouldn't say that it's ever really not in season. Okay. I, I would say our, our biggest break is typically like December through January, but even this year we had our first tournament in January, so it's... it it goes all the way from January. It's like crazy all the way through the spring and then into the summer. And our national championships are usually in, you know, June, July, August. And I say national championships, plural, because we fish different trails. It's not like football where, you know, you just have the NCAA, like sure. we fish bass master events. We fish major league fishing events and we fish collegiate bass trail events. So we have three different circuits. We're consistently competing in and they all have their own championships.
0: Which of those uh, is Auburn most competitive
1: in? I would say we're pretty competitive in all of in them. All of them? Yeah, yeah we had a we had a really great season and even this year I know it can get confusing but they started up a local trail called the Southern Collegiate Bass Trail okay. and we actually won all four of the regular season events. That's awesome. And the state championship we finished in the top three
0: we completely swept that. That's huge. That's awesome. So what is it about Auburn's club that makes I mean the, 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 that allows you guys to be competitive at all of these different things is it just you know all the guys know exactly you know how, how to bring in these these big these big bass
1: Yeah I think we've got a lot of diverse talent you know on the team like I've rec- I recruited this past year a, a kid from Zimbabwe so I mean coming from Africa he's he approaches bass fishing completely different than like, someone like me that's an Alabama native. Interesting. What have
0: you learned from him? Uh, a lot, really. Yeah? I mean,
1: they, uh, they have really, really big bass over there, so they use, like, really, really big baits. Okay. So, it's kind of just a different approach, you know. Like, here, the, the fishing pressure is, like, there's so many more people fishing. They, a lot of the times, you have to downsize. But sometimes, you can just use even bigger baits, and you get less bites, but
0: they're bigger fish. Right, right. So... You guys compete outside of the NCAA, is that right? Yeah, so there's not really a conference. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: like everyone can go and fish those different trails, and it's just like any college can compete. So I would say like some of our biggest competition are smaller schools actually, because there's a lot of small schools with really good teams, mm-hmm. and they're they actually give scholarships
0: to high school anglers to fish for their schools. That's cool. That's cool. D- does Auburn offer any sort of Scholarship compensation? Unfortunately, we don't right
1: now. Um, mm-hmm. That's something we're hoping that the school might look into doing. You know, as we gain
0: more and more recognition, but as of right now, we don't. Right. So the equipment that you guys take to tournaments, and you know the the boats and and you know the the fishing poles and the, the tackle. I mean, all, all the stuff that you guys use is that? Does the the club own that? Is that the individual? You know, you guys that own it—is that y'all's stuff, or does Auburn does Auburn help pay for any of that? That's all ours. Okay. Um, you got to provide your own boat if you want to fish the tournaments.
1: But like, luckily, you know, we have people on the team that don't have boats, but we have enough kids coming with boats that they're able to pair up and fish together because it's it's a two man team that fishes the tournaments. Okay. And then we have some really great sponsors this year, like Berkeley and Abu Garcia. And they've provided you know like our top teams with a bunch of rods and reels and baits, so it kind of helps offset the costs a lot but our biggest our biggest thing is you know we're going out and recruiting our own sponsors. you know we don't have like a funded team like Montevallo or one of those scholarship schools, so mm. we pretty much have to raise all that money on our own, but I think that encourages encourages us to do that because if we don't we're not going to be able to afford to fish
0: so so do you typically do that uh, i mean does everybody kind of do it as a collective what does that look like as far as going out and getting funding yeah part of the
1: part of being on the team is you've got to pay your dues which is like 300 dollars to get the jersey and to be part of the team yeah and then we have a minimum fundraising requirement for each member which is 500 dollars. but a lot of our teammates go well above and beyond we, uh, we actually do a fundraiser called, like, it's a boat wrap, so it's a vinyl wrap of yeah. our boats. And we we go out and talk to local businesses about advertising their logo on the side of our boats. So that's
0: one way we raise money. Yeah, no, that's great. I think that's awesome. I think that's great. So you guys gained a lot of support, it looks like, with some of the, the I guess I'll call it, controversy that happened um, when when the university kind of came out and... I guess called you guys out on a few things, but it sounds like a lot of people kind of stepped up and really supported you guys. Yeah, that was uh, pretty amazing to see. I know a
1: lot of Auburn people did as well, but you know, they say that the fishing industry is a really small, tight-knit group, kind of yeah. like a family. And it was pretty cool to see the whole fishing industry get behind us and say, you know, what, what's going on here is wrong.
0: And, you know, I think our our petition got... 45,000 signatures that's incredible for, so, for, for folks that don't remember what the controversy was what what was auburn upset with you guys for for doing
1: so there was um some miscommunications and uh misunderstandings about traveling to these events they were we were under a covid no travel policy and so we were essentially it, it was just a big misunderstanding is what it was yeah and um thankfully you know auburn officials Dr. Bobby Woodard, you know, they met with us with an open mind and listened to our side of the story and we were able to come to an agreement that worked for both of us and we were able to get back on the water, which is what was most important yeah, to
0: us. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It's great that they understood where y'all were coming from. As far as you know, your future um, you know, in fishing, how much time do you have left at Auburn from an eligibility standpoint and then what are your plans after you're done? So you're eligible to fish for five
1: years, okay. so I'm going to try and do that. That's the plan. I'm graduating in December, so I'll be four and a half years, but you have like a six months eligibility after you graduate. So I'll technically be able to fish college in the spring, Okay. but I've kind of built my, uh, my college career up to, you know, as a stepping stone. I've used high school fishing and then college fishing to prepare myself to try and fish professionally for a living. Yeah. And so that's the plan. After I graduate, I'm going to fish all the Bassmaster Opens, which is kind of like a pro-amateur right. circuit,
0: to try and qualify for the Bassmaster Elite Series, which is the best of the best. Yeah, that's awesome, man. No, I definitely believe that you'll get there. That sounds that sounds like a really really cool goal. So, is that um is that something that is an instant thing, or do you have to qualify for something? What does that look like? What's that process take? You've got to fish the Bassmaster Opens,
1: and that's like another whole season. And if you come in the top three in angular of the year they take your like points at each event and add them together Mm -hmm. so like basically if you're one of the top three most consistent guys then you can move up to the elite
0: series got it and they kick like the bottom whatever guys off the elite series every year got it that makes sense that makes sense so did you come to auburn for this or did you were you going to auburn you're like well i might as well help build this thing up since i'm here and you know i want to do this no, I came to Auburn to fish, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, that uh, I had my mind
1: made up pretty early. We uh, we actually started the high school fishing team at Auburn High School, and we we're good friends with the coach. We used to have a coach for the Auburn University team, mm-hmm. and since then, it's been hundred percent student led. Okay. But a notable alumni, Jordan Lee, came and spoke with us at one of our high school meetings, and he was an Auburn, like he was on the Auburn University bass team back then. And he went on to become one of the best professional bass fishermen in the world. Right. So to see him do that, it really made my decision pretty easy. Do you still talk with him at all? Yeah, we're pretty tight. Okay. I, uh, I was hanging out with him last week in Orlando for the ICAST show, which is like a big trade show for fishing. And Sure. he's, he's a big supporter of the Auburn bass team.
0: Does the NIL stuff impact you guys at all?
1: no it doesn't we've uh because we're a club sport and we're not like ncaa we've never been regulated okay so we've always been able to help you know accept sponsorships that's how we
0: run our team and how we pay to go to these events so when when you guys win a tournament is there is there cash involved does that go to the the team does it go to the individuals what does that look like yeah we get uh we get a check um so basically how our team works
1: is we pay for everyone's hotels on our team mm-hmm. to go to these events, and we reimburse gas for our top teams. Yeah. but part of what paying for everyone's hotels means is like we, we typically try and keep some of the money that we win. And so I, I would say our teammates get about 50 percent of what they win, but we still let them you know they won the money so they get a
0: good portion of it. That's cool. That's cool, man. What's the best way for Auburn folks listening to follow you guys and to kind of keep up with, with all the tournaments that, that y'all are competing in? Yeah, we've got a really a really good
1: social media platform. I would say probably one of the best college social media fishing teams. So we've got Auburn University Bass Team on Instagram and Facebook, and this year we just started up our YouTube series. Cool. So if you want to go to the YouTube, you can look up the Reclamation Series, and it's a youtube series that follows us around all season long and it's actually really really cool
0: y'all need to check that out that is cool man well thank you for uh for stopping by the studio for a few minutes i really appreciate it
1: yeah absolutely thanks for having me on hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today